Welcome to Leadership Development News, Profiles and Practices of Top Performers. Leaders are the heartbeat of any organization. Let Kathy Greenberg and Relly Nadler share with you the pathway to becoming a top leader in your organization. Now, here are your hosts, Dr. Greenberg and Dr. Nadler. Welcome, everybody, to Leadership Development News. I'm Dr. Relly Nadler. Dr. Kathy Greenberg is here today. And, you know, between Kathy and I, we have helped thousands of leaders over the last 12, 13 years that we've been doing this show, but then in our career as consultants, uh, executive coaches, really over the last 25 years or so, um, to perform in the top 10%. What do you need to do that's a little different, a little more so, for you to perform in the top 10%? And in these shows, we've been really focusing on our new book that's going to come out, Emotional Brilliance, and what kind of a emotions do you have? What can you learn from your emotions? What are your go-to emotions? So in a challenge like we have today, you know, with the pandemic, what's your go-to to have just the right response, right response, right situation, using all your emotional intelligence um, tools and competencies? And let me just say a word about uh, Kathy, and we'll bring her on. So Kathy and I have been doing this for at least 12 or 13 years, and, and she is a uh, wonderful, very, very bright woman who has uh, accomplished so much in, in her career. And it's always a delight for me to do this. Kathy has been called the First Lady of Happiness uh, on ABC TV. She's authored numerous um, popular books like What Happy Working Mothers Know. Her latest, uh, Fearless Leaders, Sharpen Your Focus, is available on Amazon. She's a founder of four different consultancies, three leadership institutes, and Dr. Kathy Greenberg.com. You can go to her website, and uh, she has a, a series of quizzes, all from her book, Fearless Leaders. Also, www.fearlessleadersquiz.com. So, Kathy, welcome. Thanks, Riley. Today's going to be a very interesting program with uh, with my friend uh, Daniel Marco. So, uh, before we bring. Uh, Daniel on to talk about what's going on in the world uh, of, of the Growth Institute. I just wanted to um, welcome our guests and welcome our audience and make sure that everybody here also knows uh, my co-host, uh, who's not only, um, and I laugh at the word um, brilliant, but... <laughs> right. but um, but such a great person. Um, and for those of you who are who are listening, let me make sure that uh, that you know uh, a little bit about Relly and some of the things that uh, that he's done uh, that you might not know about. So, for example, uh, I'm sure everybody here knows uh, that he has a top-ranked book called Leading with Emotional Intelligence, and it provides thousands. Uh, of people with many, many, many tools and strategies uh, to develop star performers across industries. He has a wonderful, handy guide called the Leadership Key Skill Guide. It's available on Amazon as an ebook as well. And you can get his free iApp called Leadership Keys, and it has videos, and you can get that from your uh, your app store. Again, it's called Leadership Keys Field Guide or Leadership Keys. And of course, you know, Relly's been doing a popular blog on psychology today, uh, well, well over 300,000 reads. Uh, and um, he is a keynote speaker on many subjects, but most notably emotional intelligence, um, executive coaching, and peak performance. And um, you know, the one thing that I, I love about working with Relly uh, is he is the true expert and he loves helping people. And he has a, an authored a book out, a co-authored book out uh, with a friend of ours, Dr. Naeem um, Al-Zawad, and it's called Physician Burnout. Uh, but I will tell you that the tools and tips that are in that book are appropriate for anybody, especially now. Uh, during uh, this worldwide experience we're all having, uh, sheltering in, um, working uh, electronically, perhaps more so than we ever have before. So that book, Physicians Burnout, Burnout is really for everyone. So, um, Relly, is there uh, perhaps uh, anything you want to add uh, 
uh, about what we're doing and how excited yeah, we are about say, the new book. Say a word or two about our book um, and why we're both really excited about it. We talked a little bit about um, kind of your go-to, and we'll ask Daniel kind of about that. In this time of the pandemic and you have these challenges, um, what's the way to kind of get through that? You know, and Kathy and I, we've been doing our uh, free uh, Emotional Brilliance coffee breaks where we bring on folks um, like Daniel has been on and just to talk about how we're getting through that. But it really is knowing more about your emotions and your feelings and in the right situation, almost like the analogy we use, you have all your clothes in your closet, and depending on what your event is going to be, you pick out the right set of clothes for the right situation. Maybe it's a presentation. Maybe it's a date. Uh, maybe you're just going out with your friends. Each of those are, are appropriate for that situation. That's what we hope to have with emotional brilliance. What is the appropriate emotion, emotion to bring out to deal with that specific situation? So maybe you can say something about Daniel, and we'll jump into this. You bet. So I met Daniel, uh, wow, it's probably a decade ago, um, and uh, Daniel is an amazing person. He is the co-founder and CEO of Gazelle's Growth Institute. Uh, it's a leading online executive education company for C-level or C-suite executives, uh, and it is a very fast-growing organization. He also co-founded Inflection for Gazelles Mexico, which is a, a management coaching company that helps business executives and entrepreneurs grow their companies faster, and as he likes to say, with less drama, and we'll talk to him a little bit about that when he comes on the show. He's also an international speaker. Um, I love his accent. He knows that. I tell him that all the time. And um, he has shared the stage with thought leaders like uh, Guy Kawasaki and Jack Canfield, um, just, to make, just to make you familiar with some of the folks uh, that he has shared the dais with. But, but Daniel has his own uh, style, uh, his own exciting and engaging voice, and, and his message is, is truly, truly enabled many people to, to get to a place much faster than they would have without him. Daniel is um, a blogger uh, on, I, I believe it's capitalemprendedoro.com. Uh, he can say that a lot better than I can. Graduate of um, EO's Premier CEO Program, The Birthing of Giants, and its continuation, Gathering of the Titans. He holds uh, several degrees, including one in systems engineering, uh, he has an MBA from Babson College, where I used to teach, Wesley, uh, and I'm very excited to welcome Daniel to the show. Hello, Daniel. Hello. Thank you very much for inviting me. Super excited to be here. Thank you, guys. Well, Daniel, we're real excited to, to have you today, and you know, we're going to ask you, you know, a series of, of questions. Uh, maybe we'll first start with some of them uh, you know, around the uh, pandemic and the economic downturn, um, and then we have some questions, you know, that really are helpful around emotional intelligence and emotional brilliance. So, so let's start off maybe a little bit, maybe talk about your business, you know, a little bit more what you do, but then from your standpoint, um, how can a business survive during this economic downturn? Hi, uh, thank you very much. So um, let, let, me, let me start a little bit with that, and then I'll come back to the history, but... Um, we see that in a crisis or in a, a, a timing that people have more stress, everything gets amplified. The good, if you're a good leader, you have good emotional intelligence and you're able, you're a person that really treats people with, with respect and really are able to react positively at uh, things. This is a great time for those kind of leaders. They are completely being uh, shown above everyone else, and they are coming much, much stronger after this. I really believe the way you treat your employees, the, trade you, the way you treat your community, the, treat, the way you treat your investors uh, at this moment is going to carry for the next five, ten years. People are going to remember of these five or ten years. Also, if you treat people without, in this moment, we have excuses to do that based on the cash flow and the problems that we're having. People are also going to remember that in the next five or ten years. 
And this crisis compared to... Uh, What I love what you said is that longer perspective about the memory, and sometimes organizations talk about the shadow that you cast over your people. Well, this is a long shadow, and I love what you said. You know, they're going to remember these moments. These are these defining moments. So, yeah, we're going to go to a break right now, and Daniel will come right back and follow up on some of this. From the boardroom to you, Voice America Business Network. Most leaders underestimate their influence and power over others and thus underperform. Dr. Relly Nadler and Leaders Playbook help leaders point the way by providing the strategic place to get to the top in a simple paint-by-the-numbers process. Seasoned and emerging leaders will have answers to these questions. What are the steps to move up and become a star in your organization? How do you develop your people to be the next level leaders in the organization? What are your triggers that are holding you back and how do you manage them? How do you maximize your power and influence so you and your team perform better? What do you do to ensure your communication is received accurately? How do you delegate effectively? How do you develop strong relationships across the organization? Emotional intelligence training, coaching, books, and tools by Dr. Nadler are available at his website, www.truenorthleadership.com or 805-683-1066. Are you a fearless leader? Fearless leaders stop at nothing to win while engaging others through positive action. Fearless leaders operate with a strong sense of freedom. They embrace the courage to fail. They respond to challenges with resilience. They operate from a higher consciousness, and they excel through a mindset for success to increase everyone's ROL or return on leadership. You can, too. Let Dr. Kathy Greenberg and a rare team of special operations coaches help you realize your full potential at fearlessleadersgroup.com. The Fearless Leaders Group applies a powerful coach approach beyond tools and techniques by fundamentally transforming a leader's core abilities and approaches to any business in as little as 90 days. Act now and receive a free bonus. Go to fearlessleadersquiz.com. Take the free assessment and find out what you're truly capable of. Go to fearlessleadersquiz.com to find the fearless leader in you and discover how being fearless truly equals freedom. We're always talking business. Talk to an expert. Call now. Toll free. 866-472-5790. That's 866-472-5790. Voice America Business Network. You're listening to Leadership Development News, Profiles and Practices of Top Performers with your hosts, Dr. Kathy Greenberg and Relly Nadler. We know you have leadership questions for these noted experts, so call us toll-free at 1-866-472-5790. That number again is 1-866-472-5790. Now, let's get back to the show. Welcome back to Leadership Development News. We're having an engaging conversation with Daniel Marcos of the Growth Institute. Daniel, tell us a little bit about... What motivated you to start Growth Institute? And before you answer that, just let me let our audience know, we have been having a little bit of technical difficulty today, probably because so many people are using the bandwidth, uh, given we're all working from home, sheltered in. But if you would please bear with us, I believe you're going to get some really great quality information today from Daniel Marcos. So, Daniel, tell us a little bit about that. Um, background on creating the Growth Institute. Thank you, Kathy. Hope you can now hear me better. So I, I've been an, an entrepreneur and a CEO myself for my company for the last 20 years. And uh, 2008, I had a mortgage bank in Texas, and I was doing subprime loans. And I was financing a lot of undocumented Hispanics. Um, there was a lot of banks that were lending at that moment for uh, people that could pay taxes and all that, even though they were undocumented in the U.S. And I was doing a lot of that. So when the, when the financial crisis came down, of course, all of that was shut down. And I really had a hard time as CEO. Um, I had a really, really hard moment. Um, I remember I was waking up 2 o'clock in the morning, uh, sweating cold and, and having a really hard time because entrepreneurs, mostly, they, 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 they believe 
their company success, they are successful. If their company goes under, they believe they're not, not successful. So I was having a really hard time on myself uh, because of the situation that I was having. And I remember I got a call from Vern Harnish, who is my mentor today. Uh, Vern called me and said, hey, how are you doing? In that moment, I had studied with him. He was someone I have read his books, but I have very little interaction with him. And he called me and said, hey, how are you? And I kind of described where I was going and, and the press and all that. And he said, hey, what are you going to do next? What's next for you? And I said, I'm going to go back to Mexico, get a job or whatever. I need to pay for the school of my kids. And he said, no, you have to become a coach for CEOs. And I said, no way. I don't trust myself to be a CEO. I cannot coach anyone else. And he said, that's precisely why. Because you went through such a hard time yourself that you have to make sure this doesn't happen again to anyone else. You know how hard it is. You have to make sure it doesn't happen again. So let's build something to help entrepreneurs that are going through that. And now, 11 years or 12 years after, we're in this situation today. Um, and that's why we're having the growth that we're having. Because we're precisely built, as you said in the introduction, to help companies grow faster. But most importantly, reduce the drama of the operation. As we know as CEOs, being an entrepreneur or being a CEO creates a lot of stress for you, for your team, but also for your family, for your body. You bring a lot of that stress to your personal life. So we help you be able to run a company with more control so you will have less of that stress coming to you, your team, your family, and the rest. And that's why the growth was created. And, and so, Dan, say a little bit about what, you know, so what's the services of the Growth Institute? that you, you have, and so, maybe they so, kind of give the website again example, so people have it. Thank you. So, so as an example, um, I went to my, as Kathy mentioned in the introduction, I did my, my MBA in Babson College. Supposedly the best school for entrepreneurs. It's an amazing school. I had a great time. The faculty is amazing. But they usually teach you critical thinking. They, it's a lot about critical thinking, but very few tools to be able to run your business. We teach the tools. We teach how to hire an employee, how to fire someone that is not performing, how to manage a meeting to have a good meeting and, and be able to have your numbers, how to do a dashboard that you really be able to read the data of your business and be able to grow your business. We teach you very practical stuff that as soon as you learn it, you're going to be able to implement it tomorrow in your business and be able to have an impact. As an example, hiring. Everyone, the way that we hire people is we've never been trained to hire people. We just see the resume. If we like the person, we just hire them. No, there's a completely different science on how you do that. So it's really understanding the person, what jobs they were, who were they as kids. It's, it's a much more in-depth process, but most likely you could double your success of hiring if you really know how to hire people. Right. Those are the things that are very, very practical that you could implement in your business immediately. Yeah, as I'm listening to you, Daniel, it re- <clears throat> pardon me. It reminds me a lot of when I was uh, in, uh, you know, in big consulting firms like uh, Computer Sciences Corporation uh, or or Accenture, and of course, there is a science to almost everything that we do. One of the things that I know Relly and I are, are living through, as are many of our listeners, uh, is this uh, this business uh, downturn, this economic downturn. Uh, you started to talk a little bit about smart and fast goals and how to go from one to the next. Can you talk a little bit about how those smart and fast goals help all of us during this, so, if you will, economic downturn? Thank you. So the typical thing is, hey, you have to do a smart goal that is measurable and have a time and all that. And I think that's great. But in today's world, you could not uh, be able to take those decisions. You have to be able to move way faster. So as an example, one of the things that we recommend all the time is having a daily huddle. In my team, every day at 8.07 Central Time, no matter what part of the world you're at, you have to connect through a Zoom meeting, and we have a company-wide meeting every day at 8.07 in the morning. Today, I have two meetings a day. I have an 807 and a 447. It's extremely important that my team sees me in video, see my face, see how I'm reacting, how I'm talking, at least two times a day. 
I've talked with a lot of employees and they tell me, hey, last time I heard my boss was three weeks ago or a month ago. I haven't seen my boss in a month that I've been home. And that creates a lot of stress in people. And the disalignment that that creates for them to help run your business is really, really high. So as an example, we used to usually teach people to have yearly goals and then quarterly goals. No. Today we're teaching people to have weekly goals and monthly goals. I don't know what's going to happen in two months. I have no idea how the world's going to look in July. But I could definitely take control of what I'm going to do this week. So we help you to really be able to have much shorter goals, but are easier to be able to control. And they're going to obligate you or help you to have faster response to market trends. And last thing regarding goals. You have to be able to measure not just a lagging indicator, but also a leading indicator. As an example, how many contracts did you sign last month? That's a lagging indicator. That's like, like looking your business through a, a mirror in the car. Imagine you were driving your car. Imagine you could just drive your car watching through the mirror, going to the back. It's impossible. You have to be able to see to the front. The way you see through the front in your measurement is if you measure leading indicators. What's a leading indicator? How many people are visiting your site? How many people are downloading papers? How many people are asking for phone calls? The amount of people that attend a phone call, something that we've seen today compared to before. If you book 10 sales calls, probably four or five people miss your sales calls. Today, those numbers should be around 80 or 90%. People are home, people have more time, are more organized, they have less travel of driving or traffic or the rest. So your sales calls, people are having more time to be on a sales call with you and dedicate the right time for them to be able to see what you offer. So those are the kind of things that today are working differently than before. That's beautiful. And it's so easy to to think about a weekly goal or a monthly goal versus a quarterly goal. So that's beautiful. Relly, you were going to say something? Yeah, yeah, thanks. Um, I, I know our audience probably knows what SMART goals is. That, is FAST goals is that also an acronym? And if so, what you know? What I don't have an acronym. Point? I don't have an acronym for it. But oh, okay. But it's be able to make make sure <laughs> you know if you in time if you want. Kathy, you know, I love acronyms. We'll, we'll we'll create one for FAST. But I I see we'll, what you're yeah, saying we'll, as far we'll, as FAST goals. We'll give you one. <laughs> we'll give you right. one. Right, Kathy, we'll work on that one. We'll be building. <laughs> so, Daniel, as Relly and I are listening to you, obviously with, with great in, in, intent here, because um, what you're teaching people is what Relly and I teach people when they are in a state of stress or anxiety, right? Look at what's right in front of you and what's working. So a leading indicator is really what's working as opposed to a lagging indicator which, as you say, is looking at the rearview mirror and expecting right. you know, to be able to drive straight, right? <laughs> yeah, 100%. I like that metaphor. Uh, so, as you know, Kathy, you, you, what you, you're part of the faculty of the Growth Institute, and that's precisely what you teach, how to be as a human being in control as a person, and then that's going to help you execute better in your team. If you have drama in your life, you're right. overweight, you're stressed, you haven't slept, most likely you're going to create a lot of drama in your business. Yeah. And, and Danny, let me just say a word about that, because Kathy and I have been talking about that in our, our uh, emotional, brilliant coffee break. There's so much anxiety now and the sense of threat. Who's going to get COVID? How's my family? What about, what about should I go to the store? Uh, how's my business? And that we know from, a, from an emotional intelligence standpoint, that that part of the brain, kind of the amygdala, gets activated. And often with executives you know, and leaders, we talk about this, Daniel, they're just not operating with all their IQ points. And because they're, the emotional part of that takes over, you, as a leader, you really have to connect with them emotionally to actually bring back their IQ points. You've got to calm that threat, calm the anxiety, so that they can at least listen to you. Um, and so I think, like you said earlier, Daniel, yes, emotional intelligence is important, but even more so now because people are not going to be, if you go right to the task, you go right to content, they're, they're unable to do that. The cognitive load uh, that they have of trying to figure stuff out is really tough. So, 
And today we're going to go way to more a, critical. And so let's let's hold back because get your your sense of that because we're going to go to a break, and then we'll come right back and kind of get your sense around you know how do you do you deal with that emotionality. Tune in to the Voice America Variety Channel on the Voice America Talk Radio Network. Voice America Variety broadcasts a diverse array of topics, reaching a global community. Our experts come from all walks of life, and the topics they discuss are everything from current events, arts and entertainment, leadership, parenting, relationships, self-improvement, career advice, and a variety of other topics. Check us out today. You're sure to find something of interest. Voice America Variety. Talk on today's hot topics. Voice America Business Network. The bottom line in business. listening to Leadership Development News, Profiles and Practices of Top Performers with your hosts, Dr. Kathy Greenberg and Relly Nadler. We know you have leadership questions for these noted experts, so call us toll-free at 1-866-472-5790. That number again is 1-866-472-5790. Now, let's get back to the show. Welcome back to Leadership Development News. We're having an engaging conversation with Daniel Marcos, who is the co-founder of Growth Institute. Uh, Daniel, before we went to break, uh, we started talking about uh, stress and helping executives remove some of the drama uh, from their everyday lives. Can you, can you talk a little bit about what are the four keys to managing chaos? that creates that drama. Perfect. We really believe there's four things you have to manage uh, in your business. Before I get to that, let me just go. You have to put your oxygen mask first. And as a human being, you have to be able to control yourself better. Let me give you one idea that I'm doing today. Um, I usually try to do exercise in the morning. Today, I'm not skipping my exercise in the morning. I wake up at 5 a.m. every day and spend a couple of hours giving energy to, my, to me and my body. If I wake up already with the alarm clock and then I'm rushing all day, I'm most likely going to have a really bad day and most likely I'm going to create a lot of drama. You have to be able to have that control. For me, what gives me control is if every day in the morning I do some exercise, I have a good cup of, cup of coffee, I read a little bit, I want to feed my mind with information, and I have found that that routine for me is really, really important. So it's very important that you as a leader find what works for you and follow that. Now I'm going to go to the company and the four keys you have to do. First is your team. If you have a great team and you help your team be focused and with everything they need to be able to do their job, most likely they're going to grow your company. If your team is in stress and you don't have the right team, it's going to be very, very difficult to do anything in your business. We see a lot of CEOs or entrepreneurs that they say, I have a great strategy. I don't need to have a great team. No. If you don't have a great team, you don't have anything. So you have very, very important to hire the right team, remove the wrong people from the team, and be able to give them the right culture or environment for them to be able to excel. As a CEO, it's really important that today you spend a lot of time with your team members doing part of their emotional intelligence and helping them feel comfortable. As an example, last Friday, we did a cooking class for the team. Everyone's home. Everyone's remote. So we put everyone in a Zoom meeting, and one of the team members that is a chef also on on the site, he gave us a cooking class. And everyone, we all built the same dinner with our families in our kitchen, with our kids. And we had a great team environment. You can't imagine how happy my team was the day after or the Monday after. They were super excited to be back in a team that was supporting them, and we had fun together. So please make sure you have the right team now. If you don't have the right team or you have someone that is creating a lot of chaos in the team, please remove it as fast as possible. This is the right moment if you don't have the right team to clean your team. Second thing, strategy you have to have a very, very clear and defined strategy that people will understand what they have to do and they're able to follow it 
even without you being there. We've seen a lot of companies, they have a very complicated strategy, and it's very difficult for your team members to understand it and then be able to execute it. So make sure you're able to describe your strategy in a very, very simple format that your team members are going to be able to understand it and then execute it. Uh, Three, cash. Cash is the oxygen of the company. It's like in Monopoly. If you run out of cash, the business or the, the game ends. Same thing with your company. Cash is king. Queen and everything else. So make sure you have the cash to keep the company alive. As an example, we've seen a lot of companies laying off employees. We've seen the best leaders today say, instead of a few of us suffering a lot, let's all suffer a little bit. And instead of firing 10% of the company, let's all lower our salaries by 10%. And that way we could keep everyone the team. You can't imagine how much of a difference that makes with your, with your team that they know that you're making that for everyone and trying to help everyone and not having to damage anyone. So you're going to have to take a lot of really hard decisions with your cash today. We know that. We've taken those decisions internally, and we've helped some of our clients take those decisions. But make sure you're able to have the cash that you need to go from this point on, the next month or so. We really believe people are underestimating how fast we're going to go back to work. You have to be able to have cash or cash available for the next six months or eight months with very, very little revenue. If you don't have a long-term cash uh, uh, in your bank, figure out a loan, an investor, or something that could carry you to go forward. We really believe a lot of people are saying, yeah, we're going to go back in June or July, and then things are going to be fine. No, they will not. It's going to take longer time. So make sure you have the right cash. Nothing ages a CEO more or a team than not having cash. And then the last one is execution. And execution looks like, like a ballet. It looks very, very well coordinated. That's what good execution looks like. As an example, we have two daily huddles every day, in the morning and in the afternoon. We have dashboards that everyone has to report at least three to five KPIs every day of everything they're doing, and they could see what they're doing, how is that helping the rest of the company. When an employee knows what they're doing and how, how that's impacting the rest of the business, they have a sense of what they're doing is worth it. If they don't see what they're doing, how it's affecting the company, then they don't feel part of the team. So be able to have a lot of communication and have a lot of data and points to see that data. Yeah. So we recommend three things. Rhythm, rhythm of meetings. Have a lot of meetings. If you could have two meetings a day with everyone, even better. Have KPIs to measure results and an effort of your team. And uh, the third one is very, very clear objectives for everyone. I've sat down with every team member in, at the beginning of the month and said, hey, this is the most important thing you're going to do this month, and this is how you're going to measure you. And please show me these KPIs every day. And then we meet twice a day to review the numbers. And if someone is not doing well in their numbers, then I sit down with them on a one-on-one. So, Daniel, so beautiful. for those of you, I, yeah, I just want to say for those of you who are listening and don't know what a KPI is, uh, Daniel, why don't you tell them what a KPI is? So a KPI is a key performance indicator. It's a way to measure something. If you cannot measure anything in your business or you cannot measure something, you won't be able yeah. to fix it. So whatever you could measure Here. in your business. So, Thank you. Kathy, I was going to say the same thing. Um, is there like one on the top of your head, Daniel, you know, as a KPI, and then uh, how does that go to an objective for someone? Just for, your, for our audience, maybe is there one example? So, so I'm going to do something in sales. It's the easiest to explain. Imagine yeah. we said, hey, we want to close 100 clients on the month. Great. And then you have a funnel of how people go through the process of buying with you. So you said, hey, if we want to get to 100 clients, how many proposals do we have to give to clients? Well, if we don't give at least 150 proposals, we won't be able to get to 100 clients. Great. We have to get 150 proposals. So we're also going to measure how many proposals we have delivered. And then for us to be able to have a proposal, they said, hey, for every two clients that I talk to, one asked me for a proposal. 
So that means we have to talk with 300 clients on the month. And for me to talk with 300 clients, I have to bring to the site probably 3,000 people. So the marketing team is responsible for creating traffic for 3,000 people coming to the site. Then yeah. there's another team that is responsible for getting the traffic to, uh, to get phone calls, and then from phone calls to get to proposals, and then from proposals to closings. That's a key measurement of everything that needs to happen on your, on your business. Outstanding. That was perfect. When you think about the kinds of traits that you look for, <clears throat> pardon me, when you're adding people uh, to your team, what kind of, of traits are important to you? Because, of course, Riley and I talk about emotional intelligence, and in the new book we talk about emotional brilliance, which is that, you know, that go-to sweet spot that we all have. What do you look for? in your team members? So for me, I look more for the individual. I could teach anyone to do anything. But if they have the right attitude, if they have the right personality, they most likely want to want to learn, and they're most likely going to figure it out. So I I do, when, when I ask them about their past, I want to see how they resolve problems. Like, we could all be victims in our, in, in our lives, depending on the situation. But I want to see when something happens to them, how they reacted. Most likely, uh, a good employee in the future is going to be someone that instead of just becoming a victim and said, hey, I don't have the, something happened to me, and this happened to me, and because it happened to me, I don't have control. Or the people that I like, is they say, hey, this happened to me, and I figure out this is the way I could solve it. Or this is what I did to be able to improve it. The attitude for me is way more important than the aptitudes they have. So I usually go through the history of their past and try to understand how they've been navigating their life and how they've got out of trouble when they got in trouble. What about things like interpersonal skills, empathy, flexibility, impulse control? How, how do they fit in? Super important. That, that, that's part of, as an example, today in the world, I see two types of CEOs. One CEO that is glued watching CNN or any Fox News or any other news, and they're blaming the environment for what's happening to them. And they are not doing anything today. They're just frozen, and they're home trying to wait for this to pass. And then we have other people that say, hey, this change is my responsibility and my duty to my team to figuring out, and they have the resilience, they have the attitude to fix it, and they have the humility to say, I don't know, or I'm in trouble. All these things that you mentioned, they all make you respond in a different way when things happen to you or when things are happening in the world. And those are the ones that have the right traits to be able to get out of this stronger. As an example, I don't know if you've seen, uh, I have a lot of friends or people that I know, they're posting in Facebook and all that, that they went almost on vacation. They said, well, my office is closed, and they go to their retreat house or to the beach, and they're just spending time away. And I was like, that's when your team needs you the most. You believe your team is going to be able to be productive when you go on vacation when those things are happening? They want to see you there. That kind of response makes a big, big difference in the business. And if if you have empathy for your employees, you will stay home and fix it. If you don't have empathy, you said, hey, this is not for me, my team will figure out, I'm going to go. And that's going to end up biting you in the future. Right. So, Daniel, this is, this is great to hear. You've got a lot of good experience. I hope our audience is just taking in every word as Kathy and I are. You know, in our, in our new book, we talk about emotions, and we have an acronym, N-A-M-E, name. So we like these acronyms. So the N is how do you notice what's going on in your body and name it because I'm going to ask you a question about that. The A is how do you accept what's going on and we know, you know like you said earlier all these emotions are heightened and then the M is really about how you manage it. Sometimes it's your thoughts, sometimes your actions and then the E is do you express it and if so who do you express it to. So thinking about some of the folks that you're dealing with like what are from the N naming and noticing what are some of the main emotions and then how do you maybe uh, help them either accept it or, or to manage it? 
So as an example, shame, it's a big emotion today. People are mm. feeling ashamed of the troubles their business is having. And whenever you're ashamed, you try to hide from your vendors or, or people you owe the money or your employees. I see a lot of CEOs that are feeling ashamed that they were not prepared or their company was not prepared and they're hiding. That's the worst thing you could do today. You have to say, hey, I know I'm having this trouble. You have to affront your problems or what is happening and said, hey, but I'm here to fix it. And I'm here showing my face, talking with my suppliers, with my vendors, I haven't paid them. And I'm, I'm taking phone calls and I'm responding to that. To be able to affront or accept your shame and be able to respond positively, it's something extremely important today. Absolutely. Daniel, we're going to go to a quick break and then we're going to come back. We're going to have uh, a few more questions for you and share a little bit more about your expertise with our audience. So don't go away. You're listening to Leadership Development News. When it comes to business, you'll find the experts here. Voice America Business Network. Most leaders underestimate their influence and power over others and thus underperform. Dr. Relly Nadler and Leaders Playbook help leaders point the way by providing the strategic place to get to the top in a simple paint-by-the-numbers process. Seasoned and emerging leaders will have answers to these questions. What are the steps to move up and become a star in your organization? How do you develop your people to be the next level leaders in the organization? What are your triggers that are holding you back and how do you manage them? How do you maximize your power and influence so you and your team perform better. What do you do to ensure your communication is received accurately? How do you delegate effectively? How do you develop strong relationships across the organization? Emotional intelligence training, coaching, books, and tools by Dr. Nadler are available at his website, www.truenorthleadership.com or 805-683-1066. Are you a fearless leader? Fearless leaders stop at nothing to win while engaging others through positive action. Fearless leaders operate with a strong sense of freedom. They embrace the courage to fail. They respond to challenges with resilience. They operate from a higher consciousness and they excel through a mindset for success to increase everyone's ROL or return on leadership. You can too. Let Dr. Kathy Greenberg and a rare team of special operations coaches help you realize your full potential at fearlessleadersgroup.com. The Fearless Leaders Group applies a powerful coach approach beyond tools and techniques by fundamentally transforming a leader's core abilities and approaches to any business in as little as 90 days. Act now and receive a free bonus. Go to fearlessleadersquiz.com. Take the free assessment and find out what you're truly capable of. Go to fearlessleadersquiz.com to find the fearless leader in you and discover how being fearless truly equals freedom. Now you can take your favorite Voice America radio program with you anywhere. Sign up for our mobile app if you have an iPhone, Android, or Amazon Kindle. The Voice America interactive radio player powered by Aircast gives you the freedom to listen to any of our programs anywhere, live, and on demand. No registration is required. Listen to your favorite Voice America hosts and discover new ones. Download the Voice America mobile app for your iPhone, Android, or Amazon Kindle powered by Aircast. Visit the Apple App Store, Amazon, or Google Play. The business community's first choice in Internet talk radio. Voice America Business Network. You're listening to Leadership Development News, profiles and practices of top performers with your hosts, Dr. Kathy Greenberg and Relly Nadler. We know you have leadership questions for these noted experts, so call us toll-free at 1-866-472-5790. That number again is 1-866-472-5790. Now, let's get back to the show. Welcome back to Leadership Development News. We're talking with Daniel Marcus now. His website is www.growthinstitute.com. And uh, and I'll make sure I got that right, Daniel. And then what we want to zero in on that around emotions, and we've asked other guests about this, is there an experience that you had where it taught you the most about your emotions? So, so what do you for think? For me, the, the hardest 
So for me, the hardest part in my life was when my company went under. I had 120 employees, four offices, investors, everything. And, and I, I was very weak, or my company was in a weak position. And then we, we had the financial issue. Then it got much, much worse. So, so for me, that's, that's my lowest point. And I be, at the beginning, I was being really ashamed of what was happening. And I mm. felt guilty that I built it. And I, I was guilty that I was, or I was feeling guilty and ashamed that I was losing all this money. And I had to go to my investors and said, hey, guys, you trusted me and, and all that, and I failed. Um, in the U.S., that when an entrepreneur goes out and does a company more in California, and they fail, it's part of business, it's part of life. In Mexico, it's not like that. When, if you ever fail a company in Mexico, like you never do a company again. We see a lot of entrepreneurs here that they do several companies, even after they've been under. So the culture is different. They treat you completely different. So I was bringing the culture from Mexico to the U.S. market, and that was affecting me significantly. And at the beginning, I was really mad, and I was blaming the situation and things. But then I got three phone calls that significantly change the way you think. And by the way, that's something also very important. Whenever you're down, to see the people that call you and that support you, it's really important. Uh, of course, I said one of the calls was Vern Harnish, my, my, uh, my mentor and, found, and uh, co-founder today. The other one was my father. And I think that was an extremely important one. And my father told me one thing that I thought it was interesting. He said, Daniel, life gives you very few opportunities to learn fast. And today, the life is giving you a great opportunity for you to learn fast. But because you're so ashamed of the time, you're not even willing to learn. So I think mm. it's important that we bring this out and learn from it. And that's what we did. We hired uh, a, a mentor of my mom that teaches yoga and has this center in, in uh, I- Iowa. And he came to Austin and we did a two-day session with him and really put everything on the table that had happened. And it was a transforming moment in my life. Um, mm. And then the third was a friend of mine. Uh, he was the head of Google in Latin America. And he called me and offered me a job. And I was like, how can you offer me a job? I'm, I'm, I'm terrible. I don't know how to run a company. I just proved that I went under. And the guy said, no way. Like, just, just the way you did and how you built it. Like, the situation, it's not you. It's the situation and, and mistakes you did. But you're still great, so come and work for me. And by the way, I denied the job offer of how bad I was feeling with myself. Um, so the way you react in your worst moment is very, very telling. And here's what, what changed for me, and that's connected to what I expressed earlier. What I said, what can I control and what I cannot control? I was feeling really, really bad for things I could not control, like the economy and things like that. Mm-hmm. And then I said, okay, what can I control? And then I realized that in my, my life, I was, haven't done exercise in long term. I was overweight. I was having some family issues because of, because of my bad response. And I begin waking up 2 or 3 o'clock in the morning, and I said, the best thing that I could do is go out and walk and do some exercise and at least begin feeling better. And every day, I just got out for at least uh, five miles, first walking, then running, and begin being better and seeing, um, uh, doing exercise and seeing the, the, the sunrise and all these kind of things begin to make me feel more confident, help me be, uh, analyze what was happening, and that's what begin bringing me back. And then my responses begin to be way more positive, one after the other. And then when I did my next business after that, we just blew up after that because of the process that I went. But at the beginning, I felt all that shame and I felt all that pressure. But with the right people around me, helped me see things differently. And then trying to understand what I, was, what I had control on and what I did not have control on, I could be able to manage that. And whenever I focus in whatever I could control, then things got much, much easier. So Daniel, the as question you talk, for the rest of the people can, is that. Yeah. yeah, you can hear the enthusiasm in your voice, and, and that's what I know I've always been attracted to, is that energy. What's next for you? I know that Relly and I are very excited about having our, our new book, Emotional Brilliance, uh, as a part of your Growth Institute services uh, on the gazelles.com 
um, you know, a service offering. But tell us, what, what is it that's next for you? What are you most excited about? So for me, is I've been coaching CEOs in a one-on-one in what I call Scalex or having a CEO system. So when I go to a company, I say, hey, show me your systems. And they show me their accounting system and their production system and quality control system. And then I say, okay, show me your CEO system. How do you run as a CEO? And everyone first kind of, kind of are worried about the question I ask. And then they say, well, I have a board and I do this and I do that. But no one has a system that they could rely on. Whenever things go bad, usually we go back to our systems, and that's what gives, gets us back in control. So I'm building a CEO system we, I call ScaleX on how to really run as a CEO a company that you're able to grow faster with less drama for you and for your team. That's my next thing. And then when you're talking so about amazing. Scale X, like what are some of the kind of key conversations you have with them? I mean, like what's kind of the general topic areas for their Scale X? So as an example, uh, after you go, what I call stage two, around 15 employees. Until that, the employees, they work for you. After around 15, 20 employees, now you have to change you to work for your employees. The best mm-hmm. CEOs know they're there for their employees to be successful. Imagine I have a really, really good head of operations, very, very successful head of operations. How many operating problems do I have to fix or I have to take care of? None. He or her is going to take care of everything. So after 20 employees and you hire your first line of defense that are really, really good, much better than you in their job, you have to completely change your perspective Instead of you being their boss, you being their coach and help them be successful. Mm. The way I explain it is in stage two, you're playing checkers. On stage three, you're playing chess. Yeah. So as an example, <laughs> when you play checkers, all your chips are exactly the same. Yeah. Black or white, and they all have the same shape. And you have 100% control of what happens. When you're playing Daniel, chess, this, you look at this your is beautiful. Yes, and we're just going to, I wish we had more time. We may have to have you come back. But just that last analogy and 20 people and moving from checkers to chess and really knowing your people, what a great mind shift. So we really appreciate you being here. And Kathy, why don't you bring us on home? You bet. So if you want more about Daniel, it's daniel at growthinstitute.com. Thank you, everybody, especially Daniel, for tuning in to tune up your performance with Leadership Development News. You have a great day, and we'll talk to you soon. You've been listening to Leadership Development News, profiles and practices of top performers with your hosts, Kathy Greenberg and Relly Nadler. We sincerely hope that you gained some great ideas and inspiration on how to elevate your leadership skills. Join us again next Monday at noon Eastern Time and 9 a.m. Pacific Time right here on the Voice America Business Channel.